gets a block, cuts it back, 40, 45, 50, he's off to the races, down the left sideline, to the 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Aaron Jones, oh, what a play! This is the Quick Slants Podcast. Game on Wisconsin and the Quick Slants podcast are brought to you by Artec Ventures. The goal at Artec Ventures is to collaborate closely with founders throughout all the investment and fundraising stages, turning their visions into successful companies. Since 2020, Artec Ventures has helped turn great ideas into profitable businesses that make an impact on industries, communities, and beyond. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Quick Slants podcast at Game on Wisconsin. I'm your host, Jason Perrone. You can find me on Twitter. At Jason Perrone, you can find Game On Wisconsin. At Game On WI, the 2021 regular season is in the books. It's crazy. It feels like it just started. It's in the books. Your Green Bay Packers are the number one seed in the NFC. We knew that going into this game. Unfortunately, we do not have a victory Monday as the Packers fall to the Detroit Lions 37-30. to Obviously, a lot to get to. Uh, with regards to the playoff picture and what happens from this point forward, we'll talk a little bit about the game as well and some of the things to keep an eye on for the Packers as they move into the postseason portion of the program. Regular season is behind them. So Packers had a few late chances. Obviously, the starters were resting at this point in the game late. Jordan Love is in at quarterback. They had a chance to try to steal a win. But they weren't able to finish, and two late interceptions by Love thwart the comeback. Packers had a lead late on a touchdown pass from Jordan Love to Josiah DeGuara, but unfortunately the Packers weren't able to keep Detroit at bay. So that's obviously not the the important part of the day. It was getting some work for some guys who needed it and making sure that the Packers emerged from this game healthy, and it looks like for the most part they did couple of players that had phenomenal seasons this year. We've got to start with the quarterback. Aaron Rodgers finishes with 4,115 passing yards, 37 touchdowns, four interceptions through two of those in the first game. Absolutely phenomenal care of the football by Aaron Rodgers this season. Receiver Devontae Adams finishes with 123 catches, 1,553 receiving yards, setting a new single season record in Green Bay Packers history. Overtook Jordy Nelson. And Tay had 11 touchdowns on the season. These are two candidates who are after some pretty big awards. Green Bay, the the MVP award for Aaron Rodgers. He's very much in the conversation. And as much as it seems like Cooper Cup is the runaway play, the offensive player of the year, I think there's a, a chance that Devontae Adams at least is in the conversation there. So two very, very good performances by those two this season. Uh, the defense had some guys that played really well also. But we're looking at some very legendary stuff between those two, Rodgers and Devontae Adams, and just incredible. And hopefully it continues, it has to continue in the playoffs. Those two have to get in sync. They've got to be great for, for two more games, three really, including the Super Bowl, if the Packers want another trophy. So the goal on Sunday was obviously play a game, play hard, be smart. I said it already, no injuries, get some work for a few guys who need it, namely... Two guys it was fantastic to see out on the field. One in particular was just an absolute sight for sore eyes. Left tackle David Bakhtiari makes his debut, his regular season debut, after one year of missing football 
comes out, plays some left tackle. Looked like after the first series, he was being evaluated by the medical staff, and there was a little bit of a concern, but he was fine. Came back in the game, played, and it looks like he he came out shortly before halftime, had some fatigue, he was tired, needs to get his conditioning up. But David Bakhtiari got some work in, and center Josh Myers back and played, played most of the game, played pretty well, did pretty well there. Move Lucas Patrick over to right guard. You put Rice Newman on the sidelines. And now you've got, once again, as I always say, the right guys playing the right number of snaps in the right positions. Things go well. But the plan wasn't to play the starters the whole game. And so when Aaron Rodgers came out, it really was just about getting through the game healthy and trying to survive four quarters. So that was the really good thing to see. And now we wait for hopefully some some good news on Billy Turner as he continues to recover from his knee injury and he's on the COVID reserve list. And hopefully he can return to help this team in the playoffs. And then you've got all of your preferred starters up front except for Elton Jenkins, who we know is not going to come back. And that's a good place to be if you're trying to protect Aaron Rodgers. And if you look at one of the reasons why the Packers struggled in the playoffs last year, because they couldn't protect Rodgers as well as they wanted to. So... With the offensive line being a big storyline for the Packers, Bakhtiari coming back, Billy Turner, yet all these other things too, and what are they going to do as far as the playoffs go? I am excited to announce that joining me once again for this Thursday's edition of the Quick Slants Podcast is former Green Bay Packer offensive lineman Mike Wall, and he will give his thoughts on the offensive line this year, how important it is getting these guys back. It Does it impact the offensive line in a good or a bad way? when you've got guys you haven't played with playing next to each other, and now all of a sudden it's the games that matter the most. They haven't really had time to gel. We'll get all of Mike's thoughts on that. He was with us before the season, and he joins us again heading into the playoffs. So, all right, sticking with the Lions game, there were some things that did not look great from an optics standpoint. I've already thrown the caveat in there about how the Packers were approaching this game. This was not a game they needed to win. This was not a game that they needed to do anything cute or silly Maybe work on some things perhaps, but it was get work in and preseason mentality. Preseason mentality. The Packers had nothing to gain. Already had the one seed wrapped up, but a couple things. The first one is the defense. You had some starters out there on defense, and I know that they're playing different because they don't have to win this game, but they get beat on two trick plays. You get a, a... you know, you get a, a, a double reverse wide receiver pass and you got a guy wide open for 75 yards. Not a great look. Not a great look at all. And earlier before that, the Lions had already tried a fake punt. Didn't work out because the gunner who was supposed to go out and catch the pass dropped the ball. He should have caught it. They should have converted that the fake punt, but they didn't. So the Packers get credit for breaking that up. And really it was the Lions who screwed themselves by not catching the ball. So you knew that Detroit was going to try to do some things. They were coming out, emptying up the playbook and running every trick play in the book. You had to know there was going to be some trickery going on. So the Packers fall victim and they give up a long touchdown on that. So I know that, again, this this was, this was, there was a clear motif for the Packers, but Matt LaFleur after the game was very fired up. Wasn't happy about losing. It's in his DNA to win. It doesn't matter what the situation is. And he said all 11 guys need to do their damn job. Uh, And I get that. And I think that that's that's the goal. And that's what the orders are. Still go out there and play and win. 
But these guys know that there's nothing to be gained and it just, you can't take that out of the back of their brains. I'm sure business decisions were made. Darnell Savage appeared to make one early in the game. You know, some shoddy tackling. It wasn't great. I think they have to be smart too. You know, here's what's going to happen. Despite the business decisions and playing smart and all that kind of stuff, if the Packers lose in the playoffs and they don't get to the Super Bowl, the narrative is going to be they coasted through week 18. We should have seen this coming. Look what happened. Look what the Lions did to them with the trick plays. If the Packers do get to the Super Bowl, it'll be C. LaFleur has his finger on the pulse of this team. The game never mattered. It didn't matter. Everyone's crazy. You guys got up all, all riled up over nothing. You'd like to see the Packers play better on defense. End of story. I just think that you want to see a better performance. Zach Cruz of Packers Wire tweeted out that the Packers didn't get a takeaway in four of the final seven games. And they also gave up 28 points in five of those final seven as well. After having been so dominant in the middle of the season. At this point, though, I, it just it doesn't matter. It, it is, It just is what it is. The Packers' defense is what they are. They're going to give up some yards. They're going to give up some points. But the Packers find a way to win games. And say, whether you want to say it's because Aaron Rodgers outguns everybody and, and it still comes down to if Rodgers isn't lights out, we're screwed. Okay, that's fine. It doesn't matter. Just find a way to make plays. Beat the trend. Come out on top. Just be good enough for three more games. That's all the Packers have to do. They just have to win three more games. And this thing is in the bag. I think some some people have cooled off on Joe Barry. He was getting hot. His defense was playing really well. People have cooled off on him as coordinator. And there's others that are still very high on him. And the reality is this team won 13 games. And they don't do that without their defense. In a lot of them. They lost two games where Rodgers didn't play at least one half of the game. One of which was intentionally not playing starters, which was this week against Detroit. So the Packers are still finding ways to win games even when they don't force a bunch of turnovers or play lights out on defense. The defense is still good. They belong to be amongst the better teams and they can be better than any offense that they're about to face. And that includes Tampa and Tom Brady, the the, the magical Tom Brady. This Packers defense can better any offense that they're going to face in this postseason. On either side, AFC, NFC, anybody. Can they be exposed and sent home early? They absolutely can. And that's any team, any season anyway. So let's see how it goes at home in the cold at Lambeau. I think the defense playing all game and and wanting to be ready. Devondre Campbell being out there. Hopefully Jair Alexander coming back. You have a chance to add some more speed, some more talent out there. Helps things out. So defensively, not the way necessarily you maybe wanted to end it out. Number two, special teams. What a surprise, right? It was an issue from the beginning of the season. We said it's going to blow everything up. And in this game, there was a couple things. Mason Crosby missed another kick. Amari Rodgers brings the ball out of the end zone at the end of the game when time is of the essence. Crosby has been haunted in Detroit since that putrid day in 2018. So that is what it is. He's actually played well. He hit a game winner in 2019. Better to miss one in a game that doesn't matter than not. I think you still roll with Crosby as he's been very solid. And he's going to be kicking at Lambeau and he's done it before. And those things all matter. Amari Rodgers has to be smarter than that. 
It's got to be situationally aware. I don't care how much mojo you have. I don't care how much adrenaline, testosterone, whatever it is that's running through your system. Take a knee. Let the ball go. Plain and simple. He got to the 22-yard line. And so the Packers started three yards shy of where they would have, but they also he also cost time off the clock. Can't do that kind of stuff. And for a player who's on the bubble and can't seem to get on the field on offense and can't seem to do a whole lot right consistently on special teams, not the greatest thing on earth. So he really needed to, Amari Rodgers needed to show something in this game that tells the Packers what he can be in 2022 and beyond. And I can't say that he really did that in this game. Now, being a third rounder, I think he's going to get a full crack at it next offseason and he'll be with the team next year, but he's got a lot of growing up to do this, you know, his, whether he's going to play a bunch and how long that, that rope is, the slack is that the Packers are going to give him remains to be seen. The situational awareness there was really bad. And it's, it's not something the Packers can afford over the next couple of weeks. Like that mistake can't get made. Now re- returning punts is hopefully David Moore is ready to go on punt return. By the time the, the divisional round kicks off more sure-handed, more veteran, a little more savvy, think it you know you can play it a little bit more conservatively especially in the cold where your grip on the ball is a little different and just making sure that I mean the Packers will be playing at Lambeau until they're going to Los Angeles so it's going to be cold and chilly wherever they're playing they're going to have to make sure they've got ball security top of mind uh they did get the stop on the fake punt I mentioned that before but that that ball should have been caught I mean I can't really say the Packers were in position to make that play they were going to get they were going to get Busted again. Not special teams. Detroit just didn't make that play. Playoff teams like the Rams, Buccaneers, Cardinals, Cowboys, Niners, they're going to make that play if they run it. You know, teams with cojones are going to take shots like that at the Packers in the postseason because no risk it, no biscuit. If you're trying to win a game on the road and beat a really good team like Green Bay, you're probably going to have to steal some points. That's a really good way to do it. Chip away at the weak spot. And the Packers special teams is definitely a weak spot. So that's it. And it's not going to get fixed. Special teams isn't getting fixed. That's what it is. We just have to hope the Packers don't, that they win in spite of their special teams problems. And hope that that doesn't destroy the team. So moving on from the Detroit game, it's over with. The Packers lose. So they finish with 13 wins for the third season in a row. They finish 13 and four. Uh, this next week doesn't matter. Obviously, there's no game to prep for. So the Packers can get to work and start to prep for seeds four through seven, five through seven, or for, yeah, four through seven. You know, so we'll see who they're going to get. I mean, they'll start to, they'll start to prep and then after next weekend, they'll know who they're going to play. So the 49ers find a way to survive the Rams and Matthew Stafford helps them along the way, throwing a bad pick at the end of that game. Uh, The Arizona Cardinals could find themselves playing the Packers again. This time it would be at Lambeau Field. How big was that A.J. Green not turning around? Non-touchdown at the end of that game. That win over Arizona means Arizona has to go to Green Bay. And we don't know if D-Hop's going to be ready to play. So I, I think the Packers would take that rematch in Lambeau. Absolutely. But the you know the reality is the Packers play who they play. 
And as much as we'd love an ass kicking in the playoffs, that just doesn't really happen much. And they, they only need to have more points on the scoreboard when it hits double zeros on the clock. So it doesn't matter how pretty or ugly or whatever it is, just survive and move on. At this point right now, I think we've seen enough ugliness. We saw the Ravens game, the Browns game today against the Lions. Wasn't very pretty with backups in there. That's it. You know, just stay focused and be as sharp as you can. Don't take anything for granted. And I don't think the Packers are. I know Aaron Rodgers during the game, it was said that he's already thinking about what he's going to say to the team this week. I don't know how much words really matter to these players, speeches and rah-rah and all that crap. I think these guys are already ready to play their pros. They just need to be a step ahead. Think ahead, be prepared. Situationally, be ready. Right? Know where you're, what you're doing. When the ball comes, are you staying inbounds? You're going out of bounds. Clock management. When are you calling your timeouts? Don't waste them. Don't waste timeouts. Get the hell up to the line of scrimmage. Get the play in and do not have to call an early timeout in this game. From Matt LaFleur to the last guy on the roster, be effing ready. This is your third straight legit shot at a championship now. And I still think they had a legit shot in 2019. They just had a terrible defensive game plan going into that game, and they forgot that Raheem Mostert existed. It's the second straight time it goes through Lambeau. Now, there have been some great Packers teams in the history of this franchise. But even the great 96-97 Packers, the last team to go to two straight Super Bowls, they didn't have home field advantage two years in a row. They were on the road. In 97, they had to beat the Niners and they did. So don't blow it. And after the way things shook out this weekend with the Rams losing to the Niners, that puts Tampa Bay squarely in the number two seed. They're in the, they're the, they're the number two seed. So Tampa's going to get the Philadelphia Eagles in the wild card round, which is a t- nothing but a tune-up. I mean, that's a preseason game for Tampa. I mean, you got to still, you still got to play the game. You know, it looked like for a minute there, Carolina was playing them pretty tough until Tampa pulled away at the end. So Philadelphia, it just, I don't i don't give the Eagles much of a chance to beat Brady. It's kind of like last year when they got Washington, little little tune-up, and then they're going to get a tough matchup in that, in that second round. And it looks like it could very easily be the Dallas Cowboys if Dallas can handle... San Francisco. Now you've got a Niners team that's been in the postseason two of the last three years. They weren't last year. And neither was Dallas. But they're going to be playing in Dallas. And the Cowboys are pretty good this year. They got some really good talent. So you're up, Mike McCarthy. Is it is are you are you back to being steady Mike in the in the divisional round, in the wildcard round? Can you handle it? And then in the divisional round, you get a rematch of That first game of the season on Thursday night, it was Dallas at Tampa. And that's what it would be again if the Cowboys beat the Niners and Tampa advances against the Eagles. Then you'll see Dallas face Tampa and Green Bay will get whoever's left in the divisional round. And then we'll see who meets in the NFC Championship game. Hopefully the Packers are advancing and moving on. So a lot to be said, a lot to be done. The, the unfortunately the Packers didn't win. There were some things of little areas of concern. And I do think that we'll see some of those areas of concern rear their, their heads again. I mean, the, the Packers played the run better. If there's one thing you want to say, they actually played the run pretty well and they've been getting gashed 
you know, Cleveland's got a really good run game. Their offensive line's really good. So that one, you, you take take that for what it's worth. And in terms of uh, quarterbacks and mobility and all that kind of stuff here coming up into the into the playoffs, I really don't think, I mean, Kyler Murray is pretty mobile. If they have to play Arizona, he can move around, he can run. So the Green Bay would have that wrinkle to deal with. But I do think that whatever the Packers have struggled with, I think they're going to continue to probably have some issues with. They're going to have to overcome it in other ways. They'll have to score more points, find ways to get takeaways. You know, The turnover seems to be the saving grace for this defense. If they can get one or two turnovers, their chances of winning are very, very good. They just haven't been getting the turnovers lately. And so there you there you have the one of the X factors is can can they force some turnovers? Can they can they get the ball back? And not not at the at the risk of Russell Douglas jumping a route and leaving somebody exposed behind him. Darnell Savage hasn't been playing great at safety. Do you trust Savage to clean up? He ain't no Nick Collins. Is Adrian Amos going to be able to clean things up? Are they going to get snake bitten again by a double move or a, a you know you get some sort of a Cooper Cup? thing coming around the end and everybody's chasing after him and OBJ sneaks behind everybody. I mean, it's, it's just little things like that. You never know. It, it may not even be the Rams, but I'm just saying there's a lot of talent. Now, these are the best of the best of teams. You know, all the, all the riffraff has been weeded out. So it ain't going to be the Lions two weeks in a row. It's not going to be the Bears, the Vikings. So we'll be back on Thursday. It'll be a nice conversation with Mike Wall. Really looking forward to that talking some offensive line. Do the Packers have a better chance? How much has their have their chances increased of protecting Aaron Rodgers and giving him time to make the throws that he didn't make last year in the NFC Championship game and getting Green Bay over the hump to Los Angeles to a Super Bowl for the first time in nearly 11 years. Get over to Game On Wisconsin. Check out all the great work that we're doing over there. Check out all the live shows, podcasts this week. Ton of content, ton of stuff. A lot of really good stuff. I've got my Pack-A-Day podcast as well, which will be on Saturday with my usual Saturday crew. A lot of stuff to talk about, even though it's the bye week. It's still, how do these Packers look? Eye on the prize. Talking about a, a big divisional round matchup. And a week from now, we'll know who it is that the Packers are going to face. So everybody, welcome back to another great week here. Hope everyone is doing well, staying safe, staying healthy. Look forward to hearing hearing from everybody. If anyone has any questions for Mike Wall, you can tweet me. I'm at Jason Perrone. We'll try to get those worked into our show on Thursday. And very much look forward to and thank everybody in advance for checking that one out. You can find me on Twitter at Jason Perrone, as I mentioned. Everybody have a great rest of your week. Stay safe, stay warm, and go Pack Go. Rodgers fakes the handoff. Quick throw right side. There's Devontae. From right to left. Cutting left to the 50. To the 45-40. Track down from behind. 